glad you made it. So, well, thank you. I was like, man, I don't know if I can afford to go down for the funeral and and dry clean my suit. Yeah, it would have sucked. My apologies for that. (laughs) I'd have been like, God damn it, Eugene. (laughs) I've gone up to Christy. I'm like, so um, I'm going to need a little gas money. (laughs) (laughs) After Tony said that, that's funny. <laughs> go, go like I'm gonna console her, but instead I hit her up for gas money. <laughs> so listen, um, the, the leftover food—that's like anyone can take that, right? <laughs> Eugene said that I could have some of his stuff. <laughs> Not sure if you remember. <laughs> Knowing her, she'd probably be like, "Yes, please get some of that shit out of here." <laughs> I'd be on my phone on eBay. You want that? You're like, hold on. Yeah. No, it's not worth anything. Never mind. <laughs> like, wait, is that no, no. Hang on. No. <sighs> like, yeah, but I gotta I gotta hang out for an hour. This guy's gonna meet. You're listening to the Epically Geeky Show. A place for all things geeky. Welcome back to the Epic Click Geeky Show, episode number 51. I'm your host for the evening, Eugene Stevens. Tonight's opening question is, when you're listening to music, what is your preferred method? Earbuds, headphones, or speakers? Cyrus Martin. Uh, that's a good question. Um, I'm not going to go into my long, usual thing here. Uh, I would just say over-the-ear headphones. Definitely the best for me. I get the most sound, the best deep sound. And it doesn't bother everybody. Um, if I don't care about bothering everybody, speakers. Gotcha. Gotcha. Is there like a specific place that we're listening to this music? Just in general, like generally okay. when you go, when you're like, all right, I'm going to listen to some music. How do you, what do you normally reach for? Do you normally put on speakers, put you know, put in earbuds or grab some headphones? Okay. Laney. Oh, well, um, if I can choose, I actually really, really like to listen to my music like on on a set of like really nice speakers. I like the whole idea of being able to just like put my music on and like walk around my house and do whatever, or just like lay on the couch and listen to it. Hey, um, I got a, I got a question. I got a question. Yes. Do you prefer the big speakers, <laughs> or do you prefer the smaller speakers with like a subwoofer? It depends on what I'm listening to. Hmm. It really does. It depends on what I'm listening to, but I like just like a good sound system, but I like, I prefer to listen to music on speakers as part of like an, an overall sound system. But I find that I'm often listening to it on my headphones because I am usually going somewhere. So, but I, I much prefer speakers. Gotcha. Chris, where do you come down on this? Um, it's like a 50, 50 thing. Half the time it's headphones, half the time. It's as loud as it'll possibly get to annoy my children. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it just depends on what it is. Chris has a very passive-aggressive relationship with I her am. children. I do. I'm here, I'm love here it. to embarrass and annoy them. That's my job. That's hilarious. <laughs> Ray? In the car by myself so I can belt <laughs> it out to. Gotcha. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Aw. Oh, would we, we first start to belt it out? 
when we first started dating, his whole entire trunk in his parents' oh, Saturn had a sound system in it so I could hear him coming down when he was driving to my house. I hear him like a block away because it was Oh my god, you were one of those. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I had that. Yeah. But and it's I could I could just see you like cruising down the street with like some meatloaf, you know, just like well I could do it. Yeah. I'm gonna give him more credit. Celine Dion. Oh Celine Dion Hello little it's all coming back into the world. She's Come on. <laughs> oh, my, oh my God. God. <laughs> Our special guest for the evening is uh, Mickey Old Gamer. Where do you come down on this, sir? I do like the over-the-ear headphones. I always had to keep my headphones on because my dad worked third shift, so I'd always you know, sleep during the day. I couldn't blast it, but I got in my car, I blasted it, and I had my first car was a little Escort, a little Ford Escort, and I had a subwoofer system in the back of that little sucker. Hell yeah! Oh, everybody, nice. everybody said, "Oh, look at that little car!" But I play rock and everything else. But most of the times, over the ear, you know, headphones. I listen to those, like I said, most of the time. Like he didn't I, even put he didn't even put gas in it. It was just propelled by the force. Right. Propelled by the sound. <laughs> it was propelled by something. Yeah. Um. I I don't know. I, I a while back I got a really good like I I bought uh, secondhand from a, a friend of mine a really good pair of uh, earbuds from uh, Bose earbuds and I have been hooked on earbuds ever since. Um, just something about the 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 over the ear earphones. Just after a while they make my ears hot and the earbuds I can wear for like ever and and not have a problem. In fact, most of the time when I'm doing stuff around the house. I've got those on whenever I'm at work. I've got a pair there as well. Um, I've just really gravitated to having earbuds. Now, if I'm by myself, I notice that I'll even tend to gravitate to them over having like, you know, like, you know, cranking things up on the stereo because as I'm moving through the house, you know, this way the sound moves with me instead of having to, you know, hearing it, you know, a little bit, you know, quieter in different rooms and everything else. So, uh, I, I guess I'm the only earbud person here, but I mean, You're not weirdo. Why wouldn't you listen to it on speakers? <laughs> I like I said, it's well. Whenever I have to go to the, you know, if I'm, I don't, you know, I don't like the house. I just don't a nice like, sound system. I just don't like things inserted into me. You know what I'm saying? I just don't. Well, don't <laughs> knock it till you try it. So, <laughs> <laughs> Eugene, before you change the topic, and yes, we get too dirty with uh, with Sai here. Um, you want to <laughs> say? I, I've been researching, and I am very tempted to buy the bone induction ones. Yeah, those look interesting. Yeah. How does that work? How I've heard that? that those are really, really nice. How yeah, so they, they, they go in front of your ear, so you, uh, and they just press against your, your bone, like your jawbone, I guess. And uh, Oh, is this, like, is this like those things you always see, like the Navy SEALs? They got the shit on that, like... Uh, when they talk, there's no microphone. It just it can like detect their shit from their. A little neck. bit, yeah. That's cool, man. I'd like that. So yeah, I'd be I'd be going everywhere acting like I was a fucking Navy SEAL. Yeah. <laughs> Tango, Bravo, Alpha Zulu. They're like, yeah, you want paper or plastic? And I'm like, Charlie down. <laughs> Charlie down. God. Oh my God. Easy on the tequila, please. Mm. Yes. Uh, tonight's, uh, tonight's main topic is, um, 
like I said, and, and on the Epically Geeky show, we like to cover, you know, everything that's geeky, when pretty much everything can be geeky, uh, including music. Uh, music can good, absolutely be geeky. Yes, uh, which, you know, if if you haven't listened to the uh, Epic Rhythm and Brews episode uh, or uh, podcast yet, definitely give that a shot. Um, oh, but yeah. that being said, so uh, we're going to talk about uh, something we haven't talked a lot about on this show yet, which is music. And uh, tonight I thought we would talk about some of our favorite movie soundtracks. Um, so, uh, you know, that's pretty self-explanatory with that being said, would anyone like to go first? Yes. I knew you were going to jump up first. Lady. All right, lady. <laughs> now mine are in no specific order. Oh no. Yeah. And this doesn't have to be like your top one through 10, you know, nothing like that. Just what are some of your favorite movie soundtracks? Some of my, well, one of my favorites, and this should come as absolutely no surprise because it's one of my favorites. And I know okay, that. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let's. <clears throat> See Does anyone guess. want to take bets? Does anyone want to take bets? Oh, I'm guessing. Shit. Oh, shit. Beauty and the Beast or the Little Mermaid? I was going to so guess. You can put uh, that one away. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> I was going to guess uh, uh, The Lion King. I was going to say Lion King. Yeah, me too. Okay. Uh, All right. Anybody you're not else? A, well, you're not a fan of – I thought we had agreed that we both liked Beauty and the Beast. I like Beauty and the Beast, but it's not like – You fucking bitch. <laughs> when I was little, I didn't like the wolves. They made me really anxious and upset. I feel like, like they every, were going to eat the horse. I feel, like and so every, I, just, I feel like every woman I've ever known has abandoned me now. Oh, oh my, my God. God. <laughs> All right, Lainey. So, so was anyone here right? What, what's what's the first one on your list? First one on my list is The Little Mermaid. Yes, I was. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the first one on my list is definitely The Little. What's your Mermaid. favorite song? What's your favorite song? My favorite song off of that album is actually a score, and it's the Part of Your World reprise. And it's it, in the movie. It happens after she saves Eric from the uh, shipwreck. Mm-hmm. And he's on the beach and they finally figure out that he's alive and she doesn't want to be seen. And so she goes back into the ocean and this like beautiful, you know, um, orchestra comes in and it's, it's very like quiet at first and it crescendos in a really, really pleasing way. And she pops in for a couple of verses and it's gorgeous. Jody Benson's voice is incredible yes. and it's just very powerful. And if you uh, listen to the Epic Rhythm and Bruce podcast, no big deal. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I actually mentioned this on our first episode that 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 song is the first piece of music I ever remember listening to as a kid that made me like feel something. Uh-huh. And so it was the, really the first time I had ever listened to music and gone, oh wow, this is like a much bigger deal than just like singing along to a tune. This is like this is this is a real thing. So, but yeah, I love it. I love that. I love that whole album. It's so pretty and so beautiful and Alan Menken is a genius and it gave us incredible songs like part of your world. That's the first song I learned how to sing. And, um, he's just, God, he's just such a fucking genius and it's just such a good point in his career. And it's the movie that saved an empire truly. So I love it. It's, it's so beautiful. And I can't gotcha. believe that Jeffrey Katzenberg almost cut part of your world. He's an idiot. I'm glad that they didn't listen to him. Oh, so that was, yeah. What do you want to go next? So you liked it. That's what you're saying. I liked it a lot. I was pretty into it. (laughs) I'll go. I'll go next. All right, Cyrus. What's 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 the first uh, soundtrack on your uh, on your list? Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. That's a great soundtrack. Yeah, I do not like that movie, but it's a great soundtrack. Yeah, even if you don't like the movie, it 
I, I don't understand how you could possibly tell me that that's not one of the greatest soundtracks of all time. I mean, the Tarantino's musical choices are so perfect in that movie. I mean, obviously he thought of the music as he thought of the scenes. Like, obviously. And I appreciate that. Yeah. They are brilliant. And of course, if I was to pick my favorite song in the movie, it has to be, can anyone guess? Is it the Chuck Berry song? Girl. Oh, God. <laughs> You'll be a woman soon. Oh, no. Neil oh, Diamond. Not even Let's Stay Together. That's an Al Green song. It's full of great songs. I'm not saying that it's not. Um, but uh, that one, it's just really well. It's not just the music. It's the moment in the movie. It's everything together. But that, uh, yeah. Perfection. That's a great, great, great soundtrack. Very well implemented soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, what you know, if you like the, when they dance in the in the, the restaurant, you or, never can tell. That's a great song. Yeah, yeah. I just or, like a really well placed Chuck Berry song, though. So uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's a great soundtrack, and I actually owned that soundtrack once. I gave it away to a girl in high school. That was dumb. Never give your CDs away. Whoops. <laughs> so I never give my CDs away. I shouldn't have given it away. Mm-mm. But my but heart, sure. My soundtracks, never. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, whatever. Take this. I don't care. But you leave. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. Let me tell you about let me let, let me just say, that soundtrack has actually made me consider, this is going to sound nuts. Buying a record player. That's it's a good, if you really do your research, it is a great investment. I would really like to have a record player. And and that would probably be my first uh, album. That you I can buy it for a decent price. Uh, there's a coffee shop near us that sells records. They, they get new inventory all the time. Yet another reason why. I, I just think those are cool. I, I think record players, good ones, are cool as shit. They're really cool, and there's something really pleasing about when you put that record on there, and you get like the nice little pops and cracks, and the music sounds just a little bit differently. But especially wow. depending on what you're listening to, it yeah. can make all the difference. That is a retro piece of equipment that I think is awesome. Now, Eugene, you might agree with me here. The reel to reel, not so much. We had so much experience with reel to reel shit. Geez. I don't want nothing to do with no more reel to reels. Hell no. Reel to reel can die in a fire. I don't even know what that is. Well, when we were in college, we had to do tape splicing because we were both in the television. Radio oh, I know program. what tape splicing is. Yeah. And we had to fool with one inch reel. We had to fool with the, the, uh, the regular audio reels they had for the radio station. Uh, we, what other kind of reels did we have? There was like several different kinds of reels. And, Man. The 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 splicing, I, especially in the radio program, which I don't know if you took more of that. No, I, 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 t- I didn't take as much as you did, but I mean, you know, I had a couple of classes in it. Yeah, it was infuriating because you you re- you would lay down your control track to your tape, and then you would have to record your audio to that, and then if you you would have to physically cut the tape in exactly the right places and piece it back together in such a way. To where it matched, and it didn't have, and it didn't just have to match, uh, like like if you went over, like by a quarter second or whatever, you're screwed because you got to start completely over, because you've cut the tape, 
you can't go back to the tape you cut and cut a piece off and stick it back. I mean, you got one cut you can make. and You don't save the original file? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we, we were in the, uh, the program we were in was obsolete as we were taking it. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck we were doing. It was a PBS station. What'd you expect? Yeah. Well, you know. But anyway, yeah, a record player would be awesome. Oh, there you go. If you want to look into one, let me know. I can give you some advice. I do, and that would be great, actually. Yep. I got you like, covered. E- email me. Mm-hmm. Piggy Old Gamer, what's your first uh, soundtrack on your list? My first pick is the Top Gun soundtrack. Oh, oh yeah. Your soul was going to say it. <laughs> I, I dare anybody to put that in your car and not end up stopping the gas like a fool. Like, look at, yep. oh, God, I'm in a 35. Uh, I love it. I love all the songs, even, you know, the romantic songs. All of it, it's just, there's just too much too much of feeling and emotion in that entire mm-hmm. soundtrack. It just takes you and just, you know, you feel like you're, you could just, like I said, fly, take your car. If you're driving with it, I had to be careful. <laughs> when I put mm-hmm. that thing on there and I was driving, I'd be like, oh, God, I'm on 85. I shouldn't be going that fast, but you know, I just love the whole soundtrack. It's just good, good yeah. stuff. Oh yeah, Kenny Loggins had some awesome ass shit on that one. You know why you you know why yeah. he picked that one? Because hmm. he's dangerous. Oh my god! I put up with you <laughs> every day. <laughs> Take my breath away. That, every time I hear that yeah. album, that's the only song that I like. Will actually listen to more than once. What is that noise that? It, brum, brum. What kind it's of instrument is that? Is that a synthesizer? A synthesizer? Yep. Yeah. What makes that noise? <laughs> a man 80s, with a synthesizer. The super hair of the 80s that makes that noise. Oh, yeah. the, the yeah. hair. They bounce shit off the hair. It's <laughs> just it's the sound of that Aquanet like hitting and bouncing off of the hair follicle. <laughs> See, and that's not even the, the thing on that soundtrack that, to me, hands down, is the Top Gun anthem. Mm-hmm. Oh, really it's just good, so good. It's just... Oh, I remember that shit, man. When when they were when that movie was big, and they, I remember they were doing like a giveaway where they were giving away a Porsche because Kelly McGillis drives a Porsche. Tom, a bike. You can win a Ninja Kawasaki. Blah, 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 you know, and it was I, like, oh. yeah, Top Gun was fucking badass back in the day. We, I yeah. have seen that movie so many times, but not on purpose. We totally didn't realize how homoerotic that shit was. Dude, oh, that, yeah. that volleyball scene? The volleyball scene is... Um... <laughs> no, I yeah. had never seen it all the way through. And this was, I used to live with my cousin David when we were in college together. And I remember coming home one day from class. And I walked into the apartment and he had that, like, Top Gun was on on one of the channels. And he's sitting there by himself watching it. And it was the volleyball scene. And I just kind of looked at him for a second. I was like, what you doing? <laughs> hey. So, anything you want to tell me? Like, do you want me to leave? I can leave and come back later, but please don't sit on our couch. Like, <laughs> yeah, I got the Jergens and everything, huh? Yeah, I was like, all right, well, bye. So, <laughs> okay, I mean, I'll see you later. That's so hilarious. Cut that uh, that movie so that it looks more like a love story. Between Iceman and Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> not hard. We were inverted. We, remember that? We were inverted. <laughs> I bet they were. <laughs> oh, my God. Ooh, hit, hit the brakes and fly right by. That's right. Good Man. Okay. Uh, Chris, what's number one? What's the first one on your list? Okay. Um, 
So for me, I don't remember musical soundtracks for the most part. I don't really okay, remember yeah. any of the class. I just don't. I it, For me, it just blends right into the whole story of the movie itself. So it's hard for me to pick out ones. The ones that I do like are the ones that have lyrical songs to them that I can sing to. That's mm-hmm. how I remember them. So the first one that I have is um, uh, The Breakfast Club. <gasps> oh, yeah. That's, Soundtrack. It's my favorite movie. And the only song that I know from it is Simple Minds. And the Ooh. Don't You Forget About Me. And I just... That, yeah, but it. that's... What else it's do you need? You know the We Are Not Alone song from the library? I know that one. No, I know no, that you, one too, but I don't remember it outside of the movie. Like, oh, I only remember it when I'm watching it. If I hear Simple Minds playing on the radio, I'm like, oh, yeah, Breakfast Club. And I remember the scene and everything. It came out in 1985 and it was very, very 80s. Yeah, you know something is. funny or, about that movie? Um, you would think that Judd Nelson would have been the one that was kind of an asshole, but it was Emilio Estevez. Like, yeah, Emilio uh, Estevez is kind of a dick in that movie. No, I mean, he doesn't keep up. No, he, in like, life. Oh, you mean in general? Yeah, oh, he I just didn't he, like him in the movie. I was like, all right. No, he, he won't associate with any of those actors. Really? Or do any of the press or any of the, like, uh, reunion stuff. He Like, he's, he's a dick. Well, because he thinks he's too good for it. I, yeah, he really does. He's a fucking asshole. But turns out, uh, turns out Judd Nelson's actually a really cool guy. He so. is a cool guy, and Molly Ringwald is a perfect, wonderful princess. She's a little '80s capsule. I love her. I love mm. her so much. I named my dog after her. Oh, that's real love. Yeah, it is real love. <laughs> Ray, what's the first one on your list? I can't believe I get to say this one. I'm I'm one of those people that love. Um, like when the music plays and you know what movie you're watching before you even look at the <laughs> screen and Star Wars. Oh, yes. Immediately. Oh. Attention. Is there a particular one? Like, is there a particular movie soundtrack? No. It's, no, 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 no. There is a correct answer to that. It, it, is, it is the original series. Okay. Four, Duh. five, and six. Duh. Okay. And and those three... Is it the opening credits scene? Not just the opening credits no. scene, because it's, it's when Vader's kicking ass. It's when, like, uh, you know, you got your... It's all of it. The whole thing. Is, wrong uh, with the whole thing. The correct answer is Return of the Jedi. <laughs> Shut up. Because that was, the, that was when they came up with all the themes. Like, Star Wars, you had some of it. Empire, you got a little bit more. But Return... You added the emperor into everything, and you got the full theme of all the music. Plus, you got the the wordless male choir whenever he's frying Luke. It's fucking awesome. But you wouldn't have it without the first one, so that's why. No, that's that's true. That's true. That's why I picked the whole thing, man. Like, but you have you must recognize the superiority of the master film. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> What's your pick, Eugene? Thank you. Uh, my first pick should not be a... Um, I know what it is. I already know. Right, what is it? Go ahead. Transformers the movie? Hell yeah, it's fucking Transformers the movie. How did I know? It is It is my ringtone on my fucking phone, okay? Transformers! It's very violent, you guys. Dare. Those are fucking great-ass songs by Stan Bush. Um, but just the music in it is, is great as well. I mean, the Transformers theme performed by Lion is awesome. 
But you've got uh, Vince DiCola, who, you know, going back to uh, one of the other picks, uh, you know, just did some great work on this. And what's really interesting is in, um, of course, it came out in, in 86 when the movie originally came out. In 2007, it got a re-release, and they added four more tracks to it. Uh, and those are all, uh, three of the four are all instrumental, and it's the Unicron medley, uh, the moon, moon Base 2, and Megatron Must Be Stopped 1 and 2. And as I listen to those, I can literally go through those scenes from the movie in my head. I know where every beat falls as compared to, you know, both, you know, visually and on the soundtrack. It's just, I love that music. I I, I just adore it. I, I've, I've, it's great. I know it's, it's 80s glam you know, music, uh, you know, metal music. But the eighties was fucking badass. The eighties was fucking badass, oh and that movie was fucking badass too. So, um, you know, it's got a Weird Al song on there. Definitely not one of my favorite Weird Al songs, but it's still got Weird Al on there. Um, but yeah, it's just got some rocking stuff on there, and it is one of those things that uh, you know, when I'm in the car, I will crank that. Going back, uh, Top Gun, uh, uh, pick your old game respect, Top Gun, um. Uh, uh, yeah, Vince Nicola did some of the work on it too, and that's another one of those things. It's just like you just want to crank it up whenever you get yeah. some of that music. So, so I now just, I know what your now I know what your number two movie will be. By the way, I, okay, I we'll just looked it up. If you didn't know, I, I haven't I haven't had that that soundtrack, the Transformers movie soundtrack with all those that special stuff. If you got Amazon Prime, it's free. I just added it to my Prime Music to listen. Nice. To. I just said thank you, Hell Click. Yeah. So. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's it's a good one, and and those four other tracks, I mean, that they yeah. added. The last one is an interesting take on it. it it's it's more like the original Transformers, the cartoon um, um, theme, yeah. and I'm glad they didn't go with it. I'm glad they went with one the version that, that Lion did, but uh, you know that over the top rocking, you know, kind of oh, explains yeah. the whole storyline. But yeah, the uh, the uh, the instrumentals that they added, especially the Unicron medley, is just it's haunting. It's awesome. Uh, yeah, it's great. So, um, all right, Lainey, we're back around to you. Hey, okay. So my next one really should come as no surprise. Um, my, uh, other pick was the empire record soundtrack. Oh shoot. I have that. Yeah. I have that. <laughs> I, figured, I, that I had a feeling list. that either I would say it or Chris would say it. I knew one of the two of you were going to. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great soundtrack. It's a, yes. like, kind of like Chris was saying with, um, with, uh, Breakfast Club, how it's like a little time capsule of like the yes. 80s or whatever. Like that's kind of what Empire Records is for the 90s, which is my yeah. childhood. And I love it. It's just like a bunch of really, really fucking good music, you guys. Like, yes. I mean, like it's all like your 90s classics. It's Jim Blossoms and Cranberries and little martinis, Toe the Wet Sprocket. Like it's just oh, so good. It. And it has a specific, it has a very specific sound, but at the same time, it has like little bits and pieces in there that you don't really expect because it's a movie about a record store mm -hmm. with a bunch of different people that work there that have very different tastes. So everything sounds a little bit different. If you get the extended version, there's a Guar song on there. Yep. Um, yeah, but I love it. Like <laughs> it's a great soundtrack. It's so, so good. I remember listening to it when I was younger and being like, yes, like why doesn't anything sound like this anymore? Now that I'm old enough to buy my own CDs. So it was, but it's so good. I love it. It's just, um, and it's it, like the soundtrack just goes so well with that movie. That movie is yeah. nothing without the music, no, you know, absolutely it's a great movie, but it needs the music. Yes. And the music so. needs, it's almost like it leads the story. 
Absolutely, it does. Absolutely. Well, like when Mark is like in there, like being adorable and being Mark, and like they're playing Romeo and Juliet in the background, like yeah. it's just perfect. I that love it so cute. much. I love that scene. Oh, I love it. Well, and at the end, the, this is the day when they're all dancing, like on the roof. Yeah. It's so good. Like it's it's yeah. it's a movie with very iconic moments that are punctuated by the music that they placed in there, and I love that. So, and it's home to one of my favorite, to the only, not one of my favorite, the only ACDC song I've ever liked. So there you go. Which was? Uh, if You Want Blood. If You Want Blood. Okay. Yeah, I'm not into ACDC, but I fucking love that song. ACDC is oh, awesome. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right, Sarah, what's your next one? Okay. <laughs> I'm, so glad, I'm so glad nobody picked this. <laughs> the Lost Boys. Oh my god, I knew one of you guys was going to say that. I I hate you forever. (laughs) (laughs) You can't, you can't, it doesn't count, take it back. (laughs) I had this on cassette tape, Mm -hmm. and I used to listen to this shit in my, like, laying in bed, listening to various, you know, switch next tape, next tape, next tape, just lay in bed, listening to music. We had no internet back then, so, (laughs) you know. What was that like? It was different. It was, it was boring. <laughs> Time seemed to be quiet. Very quiet. quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. People went. We went. You had to go places a lot. You couldn't just sit at your house. There was nothing to do but watch TV. And I lived in a small town, so we we didn't have much. We didn't have cable or nothing. So yeah. Well, the Wells Fargo guy to come through with his wagon once a month. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, lost uh, the Lost Boys. Um, everybody's gonna remember the opening of the movie with People Are Strange playing with the you know the doors, and that was just a really cool opening. Uh, and anyway, the next song, um, <laughs> People Are Strange, Echo and the Bunny Man. Yeah, remember, um, uh, remember, uh, cry, little sister. The the mm-hmm. like like basically the theme of the movie. Oh yeah, I love that. Uh, had had a really cool thing. Cry, little sister, thou shalt not kill, and all that stuff. It's fucking awesome. And then there was the scene where the guys, uh, the big ass muscle dude, is playing the fucking saxophone mm-hmm. at the beach. I stupidly. Yeah, it was awesome. And then, uh, um, man, you forget about all the songs that are in this movie. Walk this way. Yeah, I forgot that yeah. was even in there. And beauty has her way. Question. Anyway. Question. Yeah. Is it the original Walk This Way or the Walk This Way with Run DMC? It's the one with uh, Run DMC. Okay. Right? Just curious. Yeah. Yep. But uh, that was, I mean, the movie was, uh, uh, it was hip, right? It was supposed to be like, <laughs> oh, yeah. There's, there's vampires, but they're fucking badass and they're like young and like, uh, we're going to take vampires to another level here and do some shit that's like really cool. But it was also like the kids like are trying to kill the vampires and they're acting like kids and being stupid. It was a fucking awesome movie for a kid to watch. And it was, it was really great. The best movie that, uh, Corey Feldman and Corey Haim ever made together. Yes. Yeah. I would agree with that. Yes, for sure. hundred percent. Keeper Sutherland looks so young. Oh, Oh, he was I fucking know, awesome right? in that movie. He was he great in that movie. I know. Yeah. 
It's like the yeah. outsider oh, and, and, in a dystopian society. And, and yes. Bill from Bill from Bill and Ted is in this movie. Yes. Yeah, he is. I just saw that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing there, dude? I think so. Found both guys. Your goofy little face. Yeah. I love that movie. I yeah, love. I love. Movie. I love. I've seen that movie so many times, and now I want to watch it again. Just talking about it. Well, there I you go. That. That's gonna be. I'm gonna have to move that up on my yeah, list. Yeah, you really disappointed me tonight. I'm sorry. I've just <laughs> never been one that like. I don't know. I remember like seeing it like knowing about it when I was a kid, but I never knew what it was about. And this one's like vampires. I was like that sounds dumb. I'm never watching that. Okay. I'll give yeah. it a shot. I promise. It was no, yeah. It's a it's a good movie. All right, Picky Eagle Gamer, what's next on your list? I'm probably this. Is, I figured you would say this, Eugene. The first thing is Ghostbusters soundtrack. That's what I. That's his number two. That's nope, it wasn't my number two, but it was on my list. I, I knew mean, it was on my list. what else can you not say about the Ghostbusters soundtrack? It's not just you know everybody goes, oh, I know Ghostbusters, Ray Parker Jr. I'm like cleaning up the town, saving the yes. day, in the name of love. I can't wait forever, and all the way to that Dana's thing, which actually I didn't oh, want to listen yeah. to it at first when I was a kid because it's creepy. It like, is creepy, you're right. You're like, what the hell's going on? And yeah. I love it. And one of the best ones is Hot Night. That thing is just wild. You start to, and that is pure 80s. Just, dun, 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 and it starts going. You just want to dance, even though I can't dance, but whatever. <laughs> I flop around. Uh, the stand. <laughs> I think uh, I know what your I think you know what your number two is now, Eugene. I'm I'm really mad. It better not be what I think it is. God dang it! <laughs> it better not be what I think it is. We'll God see what it is. Man, uh, I just, oh, I just thought of it. But no, you're absolutely right. Yeah, the, the Ghostbusters, the original Ghostbusters theme is, is on there, and like you said, there's you know, of, of every, like everyone's you know, like you said, everyone knows Ray Parker Jr. But yeah, cleaning up the town, saving the day. You know, God, yeah, it's a great soundtrack. It is really a great fantastic. soundtrack. You know what? And that's funny because we don't think about it enough, but the soundtracks mean so much to the movies, you know? Oh, yeah. There's a reason oh, yeah. that they curate yeah. them so carefully. Yeah. I mean, a good soundtrack can carry a movie over that hump, you know? It can or really it make can a big difference. it can be overdone, and it can really suck. Yeah, like Mortal Kombat. Like Suicide Squad did. Really yes, that Boom. Soundtrack. See, was, thank you. I knew Chris would agree with me. Was awful. There is a lot of potential too because of like when they did the trailers for those for for Suicide Squad, they did it the right way where it was just enough of the song and it but matched. That's all they did for the entire movie. But and that was what well, was when we watched it. I remember watching it in the theater and turning to Parker and going, "Okay, this is the fifth like super popular song in the first ten minutes." I said, yeah. "I'm not yeah. down. I'm out. I'm out. I can't do this." Yeah. And then on the flip side, you have uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, which they get it right though because it's integral to the story. Just knocked it out of the park with that soundtrack. It's oh, integral yeah. to the story, yeah. and it makes sense. And it's it is some music that I suppose is very like universal, or, or you know, mm-hmm. that wasn't music that I really grew up on, but it's like music that's kind of universal. Like everybody, know, even I know those songs. Yeah, you know? it was great. So. But it was it was it was an integral to the story. In this, it was just like, uh, look, we're quirky and different. No, stop. Just focus on the story. Like, <laughs> yeah. ugh, stupid. All right, right. I'm sorry, Chris. What's your next one? Well, Guardians of the Galaxy is on my list, and um, I like it because, like, what you're saying is part of the story. It sets it up right from the beginning because that's how him and his mom relate to each other. Is that mm-hmm. I love that. And she puts all of her favorite music. Into these mixtapes, which I used to make mixtapes. Ray gave mix. a mixed CD for our second Valentine's Day together. Hell yeah! Oh my god! Yeah, boy. 
That's so cute. So, T A H X at the beginning of it too. So yeah, he did. Uh, <laughs> nice. Really yeah. Um, so for me, I my parents actually have really great taste in music. My dad is a big seventies and eighties rock guy. And my mom really loves sixties uh, and seventies funk and R and B. So that's what I grew up on. So for me, the guardians of the galaxy was like, it is my childhood happening and all the songs. And, you know, the, you know, it, I just love the movie even more because of, I could relate to star Lord. I was like, yeah, I love these songs too, buddy. <laughs> so you have like a feeling by blue sweet. You got fool, uh, fool around, fall in love by Alice Bishop. There's, the runaways on there there's just there's so many it's just awesome i love that runaway song yes yep that yeah i can't wait for the second one the second movie i'm awesome. intrigued plus they end on a great great song that has one of the best intros ever written in music ever which is jackson five i want you back yes best intro to a song bar none on care what anybody says <laughs> well, good. all right ray what's next on your list all right, so my next movie actually inspired Dave Grohl to sing Tiny Dancer on Stop David it. Letterman. It was fantastic. So Almost Famous so was good. a great movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I had so many feels about this movie because that was the one where I, I, growing up, I was never really into music when I was a kid. And then my sister kind of sat down and she started playing me some stuff, which was the wrong kind of stuff, but she's, she's, which, yeah. which is okay. I love her. She's fine. Um, <laughs> but it got me into music and I, and I really, um, so to, to see this kid wanting to follow this band around Stillwater was the band. It was a made up band. But uh, of of all the songs in that in that movie, I really enjoy Fever Dog, which was made up for this uh, movie by a fake band called Stillwater. And if you play it, they just they hit that era of music so well, mm-hmm. but it still rings out today and it plays really well. So, God, that's such a good soundtrack. It's just got. Yeah. Oh, there's so, so many good. There, I mean, there's some Led Zeppelin, there's some Bowie, there's some Yes, some Todd Rundgren. Like that, if there was ever an album that I felt like was made for me, it was that one because it's just so it good. Was, it was. Oh, really Stevens good. on there? Oh, so good. Yeah. Very nice. Eugene's Very like, nice. all right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I can't add anything else to that. Weirdo. Eugene. Shut up. <laughs> What, Cyrus? I was like, you were like, <laughs> what? Huh? No, shut up. Uh, anyway, all right, Cyrus, you, you, you think you know what my next one is, huh? No. I thought it was going to be Ghostbusters, <laughs> but now that's out of the water. Okay. I have a fear that I know, but go ahead. All right. My next one is Rocky Four. Oh, God. Oh, I was totally wrong. Wow. Rocky Four is phenomenal. Okay. Burning Heart Survivor. Uh, Double or Nothing, Kenny Loggins and Gladys Knight. I of the Tiger, of course, by Survivor. Vince DiCola, once again, War in the Training Montage. That training montage is just, that's one of those that's going back to, you you know, even though, like, you know, like I said, I, I tend to listen on, you know, with earbuds. That's one of those that I definitely want to crank on the stereo because it's got a lot of depth to it. There's just multiple layers. It builds to this really awesome crescendo. It's it's great. I freaking love it. I know it's, I know it's cheesy because it's Rocky Four, but there's a lot of really good music on that. 
living in America, James Brown. Come on. No idea. <laughs> Never seen a Rocky movie. Sorry. Oh, oh my baby. God. Wait, I haven't either. Yes, you watched. Why would I have ever seen a Rocky movie? I watched Rocky Balboa and I didn't get it. Yeah, it's a dude who I can't understand what he's saying anyway. I had to ask if it was supposed to play him stupid or if that was like. Yes. See, this is person I haven't made. No, that was intentional. Yeah. (laughs) No, that was on purpose. (laughs) Like that makes me like it less. Yeah. Cool. He's dumb too. Great. That's great. Nope. Awesome. Awesome. All right, Lainey, what's your next one? All right, my next one um, is actually the Sound of Music soundtrack. Oh, speaking of other movies I haven't seen. Oh, really? Yes. Okay, that's one you should definitely see. It's a really great movie. I love that movie. I learned my my scale from that movie. I learned Solfege, the Doremi Facilitito from that movie. I absolutely love that movie. It's so pretty. I can't hear Edelweiss without tearing up. It's just so wonderful. And I remember watching it on TV when I was really little and just being enamored by Julie Andrews, singing her little heart out and being so perfect and beautiful and just poised and graceful and wonderful. And, oh, I loved it so much. And I just wanted to be Yvonne Trapp and sing with that family and escape the Nazis and just have all kinds of fun. So, and run around town and close me. Escape the Nazis. Have all kinds of fun. All the fun. <laughs> I love running from Nazis. It's fun. Yeah. I love, I love that movie. And the soundtrack is beautiful. And like, they just have so many different elements of things that you wouldn't think of. I'm a giant choir nerd because I did that for so, so long. Um, and they have a lot of really beautiful like choral pieces, like chamber pieces almost um, from when she's still at the Abbey and she's still a nun. Um, And it's just so pretty. And they use it for a reprise later on when she's getting married. Oh God, it's just so good. I love it so much. I I keep that on my phone a lot because if there's nothing else to listen to, that always makes me very, very happy. So good. You said when you mentioned you're a choir nerd, you just reminded me, I still get emails. From my daughter's choir. <laughs> really? My, they want money. That's all they. they, they oh yeah, choir booster is oh, that's no joke, man. <laughs> like we had one really? super rich parent, so we never really had to worry about that. Must I'm be like, nice, like, dude. It wasn't my parent. <laughs> what that's like? Oh no, I didn't say it was you. I'm just saying. <laughs> I was like, if I was my like, daughter was still in high school after all these years, yeah, something's up. <laughs> all right, Cyrus, what's your next one? Okay. Eugene, you actually reminded me of this movie, like with your last pick. Okay. Um, although it has nothing to do with your movie, it's very different. Um, this is a uh, this is I, I gotta say, maybe the greatest movie soundtrack of all time. Uh oh, here we go. Here's his statement. Oh, okay. Of the okay, we'll see. Okay, now <laughs> this movie is disturbing. I watched this movie whenever I was like in junior high. Pee-wee's Big Adventure? No. I'll tell you. <laughs> That's a great movie. <laughs> that would have been funny if he was right. I was like, yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> a large march scene just blew my mind, man. <laughs> when, he says, when, he says, when he says the stars of night are big and bright and everyone claps. Uh, no. um, wow. Yeah, this movie... This movie blew my mind because it made me so uncomfortable to watch it, but it was so 
The music is so good. And it's the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, oh good. Yes. Queen. Totally forgot about that one. So good. good. That's really good. Yeah. The music for this movie is like cocaine. (laughs) Makes you all tingly with Antissa. And Tim Curry is fucking. You you, you sit there and you watch him and you're like, oh my God, but he's so good. (laughs) (laughs) Now you're confused and yeah. That movie blew my mind and freaked me out, and I watched it many, many times. Good. And and it was like, I, I was embarrassed to admit that I watched that movie for years. Like, you know, I would only discuss it with, like, my brother uh, and a couple other people because it was, like, embarrassing to be like, yeah, I was like, I a picture. But I finally came to the point where I'm, you know, enough people that I knew were like, yeah, I watched that movie. It was amazing. And I, oh, okay, good. <laughs> you know, all right, we can, <laughs> we can talk about it. Then. I always want to think that that movie is a John Waters movie and it's not. And it no, throws me off every time. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it was a play before that. Tim mm-hmm. Curry, you know, he was the headliner in the play. They, they brought him to the United States and, and did the movie and, and everything. And, uh, yeah, just amazing. And I, I don't watch any other, they have all these new versions of this that they've tried. And no, I'm like, what, pass. Yeah. I'm like, whatever. There's not yeah. necessary. Yeah. So totally. Yeah. We're, uh, we're really excited because we're going to be going to fan expo this year in Toronto, which is basically our comic con and Tim Curry will be there. <gasps> nice. Are you going to dress oh, like man. Dr. Frankenfurter, Ray? No, I can't oh, pull that yeah. off. That's <laughs> good. You can pull off those fishnets. I believe in yeah. you. Just, hey, y'all do know that he's recovering, right? I mean, yes, he's okay, not. Okay, good. Correct. I want you to be surprised, you know. But he's, still. Okay. I like how you're trying to, like, prepare them just so they know. Just oh, that is strong. <laughs> hey, guys. <sighs> Anyway, okay. it's a it's an that. amazing movie. The, the the music is fucking great. Like, yeah, yeah it's like uh, I have another one that is really good too, which I think Pickle Gamer might pick, but I'll wait on to mention it. <laughs> Speaking Until of which, well, let's find out what is your next one, Pickle Gamer. I really love the Back to the Future soundtrack. The first, yes, yeah. good one. Good one. I mean, that's the one. The first and soundtracks that got me into orchestra. Liking that, and then number. I'm actually looking at Back to the Future Overture is number six. It's eight minutes long, and that's another one. You put it in the car, you turn it on, you can just vision the whole part of that that movie from beginning to end. You got yep. Power of Love, Time Bomb Town, Heaven's One Step Away, and you, of course you got all that, or you know Earth Angel, Johnny Be Good. Yeah, hell yeah, it's, uh, it's great. Yeah, fantastic. I loved I loved that when I was a kid listening to. Um, Huey Lewis in the news. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. I always like what the orchestra is called the out of time orchestra. I always thought that was clever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it sets you up for not failing because everybody's expectations are already really low. Because <laughs> you're out of time. Sorry. They don't, they don't make movies like that anymore. They really. That was don't. a double entendre because it's funny because the movie and never mind. I love that they're not going to ever remake those movies either. Good. We'll if they see. do, we, I shall go somewhere and I will punch somebody repeatedly. 
Just no, get, just leave just, them alone. But they don't need to be remade because that's the whole point. We don't need it in modern times. That's the whole point. Yeah. Yeah. If I see some fucking hipster try to be poured into a new modern DeLorean, I swear I think I'll just move it, find another country to move to. What would even be the modern version of a DeLorean? Uh, you can actually search it. They're trying to make it. They're trying to make it, yeah. A Prius? Like, what would be the... Car- it'd be, no, it'd be, it'd be a fuck- They're trying to... Well, a pseudo version of the DeLorean company is trying to bring back the DeLorean. Oh, no, I don't mean a DeLorean. Well, never mind. It'd be a Fiat or some shit. Yeah. I understand I'm trying what to you think mean. of like, yeah, what, the, yeah. what that would be. Oh, oh, Castle, oh Tesla. A Tesla. There it is. I've got chicken walk built into it all. You're exactly right. That's exactly what it would be because the DeLorean was such an icon of the time. A Tesla would be what it would be of today. That's right. So. Okay. Anyway, that's all right. So uh, <laughs> we've done we've done your work for you, Hollywood. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> all right, uh, Chris. What's your next one? Um, so going along with movies I used to watch when I was a kid, and I still watch, and it's, uh, there's no score to it. It's uh, Dazed and Confused. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Came out in yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So it came out in 1993, but it was it's set uh, uh, in May of 1976. God, I love that movie. Oh, all right, all right, all right. I love that movie. All right, all right. Thank you, Mika. Yeah. So it's got Foghat, Aerosmith, uh, War, Alice Cooper, Nazareth. I just I sing through the whole movie. I'm just singing. I don't or I'm quoting the movie constantly. So we we let the kids watch it now that they're older and they yeah they're just looking at us like we're crazy so <laughs> oh good yeah they don't, but it's all my parents' music and I just it's like a, this nostalgia overload that's and kind of how I always over, felt about it but they were that age they were Same. the exact age in that movie my mom Same. Was, my mom was fifteen and my dad would have been eighteen yeah so that's too I was like, my mom graduated in the, during the bicentennial. And so, like, she loves that movie because yeah. she was like, yeah, she's like, that was, that's pretty accurate. Like, that's what it was like. Yeah. I love that. Couldn't get away with that now. No. No. Mm. No. So oh, good, though. Uh, I know. Part of me is glad that that doesn't exist more. Like, even when I started high school, we didn't have anything like that. But mm-hmm. yeah. I, know, I know some kids that I work with that could use it. Uh, the shit the teachers used to get away with. And- oh, yeah. That's insane. <laughs> How lax a Daisel it all was, and yeah, but it's I love that movie. All right, Ray, what's your next one? Uh, all right, I will, I'm going with one that was uh, nominated for Academy Academy Award. Uh, yeah. I was a little surprised by it, and I loved watching bigger, longer, uncut South Park. Are you kidding? you son of a bitch? That was my next no. one. <laughs> God dang it! Screw you guys and go ahead. I oh, thought for sure Piggy Old Gamer was going to do I knew, I knew. Man, that, that movie kicked ass, and then to make it a musical was even better. That is a great soundtrack. That is a great pick. Good, good. Big fat pick, you pick it, pick it. Yeah, I know, right? It sticks in your head as soon as you start. Boom, boom, boom. You're gone. Going through the whole soundtrack now. You, you can. And the, the surprising thing for me was I didn't really watch the, the show beforehand. And I'm figures gonna, it. I think a Canadian. It figures a Canadian would take that. You know, <laughs> blame Canada was one of. Those. I love that song, man. I love it, and I love that Robin Williams performed it. Oh, it would have been better if Anne Marie would have performed it. Well, yeah, Anne Marie would have done a good Anne-Marie job too. Such a Canadian treasure. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> She's such a Canadian, a Canadian treasure. treasure. <laughs> <laughs> Very jealous comments her. about her beforehand. I don't know if that's genuine. <laughs> good pick, man. Good pick. That Yeah, that's a pretty good pick. I remember watching it in the theater. And it was me and my brother, and the whole time we kept looking at each other, we're like, this movie's making me uncomfortable. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, hey, Satan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was like, wow, they hey, got away man that. Satan. Okay. Yeah. They're like, Saddam Hussein? <laughs> yeah. So, Good um, my next one on my list is, um, I'm, I'm kind of surprised no one else has said this one, Jurassic Park. That was yeah. next on my list. That was on my list. It just, it, it just, I mean, talk about instrumental. I mean, beautiful. John Williams, Again, it, John Williams, he's a genius. Yes, he, the man has got to be a genius. Um, you know, you, you look at the, if you look at the track listing, a lot of them, you know, basically list, you know, as, as the, as the thing goes through, but every time it pulls back, uh, to that main theme, it, you know, anytime it, it, it works it in, there's an undertone. It just, it's it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Um, once again, one of those other ones that the few times that I really just want to like crank it up really loud. Um, of course, anytime you watch that movie, you want to crank it up really loud as well. Yep. Um, yeah, because the sound technician stuff in there is amazing. Oh yeah, like it's it, that's one of the, and I think it's probably one of, one of the reasons. Granted, I mean the the. The special effects work done on the dinosaurs hold up to this day, but it's it's another one of those reasons why that movie, you know, is still so great is because the music in it is so great. Um, yeah, I'll, I freaking love the Jurassic Park soundtrack. I always have. Um, even, you know, when, when the movie came out, I, I it was one of the first soundtracks I remember going out and specifically buying just because I loved the music in it so much. So, yeah. All right, Lainey. Um I know we're getting a little late here, so if you've got any more, if you've got another one or two, you want to go ahead and throw them out there, go ahead. I do. Um, I have a couple, actually, that I really want to throw out there. Well, three, actually, that I really want to throw out there. This is hard for me to narrow this list down. Okay. Well, what you got? Let me just say, The Lion King, obviously. Yep. obviously. Oh, my God. Hands down, one of the best, um, one of the <laughs> best movie soundtracks that Disney has ever, 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 ever done. Um, in fact, um, the they guy that did... It. They used to mm-hmm. sell the soundtrack for that at McDonald's. Yeah. Know, well, the guy I that, I was working at that did a lot of the, um, I can't remember his name now, right now, but the guy that did a lot of the um, instrumental, like the, a lot of the instrumental stuff, um, he did um, like an extension album, I guess, to it. And it was amazing. Like, it's just, oh, it's so beautiful. They did such a great job of of really digging into those African influences and taking a lot of like tribal music and the folk music from there and like inputting it. And it just, it's so beautiful. And I think that's why it translated so well to a Broadway musical. Oh, it's just so good. And then like the actual song songs are so awesome. You know, it's just, just so well done. And I love it so much. Um, and then I also have on here, um, the Sandlot soundtrack. Oh, oh, good pick. Yes. Good pick. Everybody sleeps on that, but I love it because it's all like these old, like fifties, like doo wop yes. and like surf and like surf rock songs. Like it's so good. You know, they've got Wipeout by the Safaris. They've got um, they got Tequila by the Chant. Like that's a great song. It's a classic song, but it just it adds so much to the feel of the movie. That's also one of my favorite movies of all time. But it it adds a lot to the f- overall feel of the movie, and I I absolutely love it. I want one of those drifter songs that plays when Squint sees Wendy played at my <laughs> wedding. 
if I ever get married. That's that's the plan. So, and with, then my with last Joe Jones voicing it somehow. Obviously, because he's Duh. been in. Yeah. 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 I love that man. Um, and then my other one is one that a lot of people haven't heard of. This movie wasn't great, but um, when they redid Great Gatsby recently, like a few years ago, they first of all they put out like three different versions of the soundtrack. But Jay Z really? helped, yeah. But Jay Z helped curate it, so the soundtrack's actually really, really good. But they put out a soundtrack of just the jazz recordings from it. Holy crap! It is so beautiful. There's a version of Lana Del Rey's um, song, Young and Beautiful, done just solely as a jazz song, no lyrics. It's amazing. It's so pretty. But um, that's a great album. Don't sleep on that one. That's a great album, um, especially if you're into jazz music. So um, especially that, like, old, old, like, uh, Roaring Twenties style jazz. God, it's so good. So I'm not – Baz Luhrmann, I think, kind of gets a little ahead of himself sometimes when he does movies, and he definitely did that with this one, but the soundtrack was on point for sure. Nice. But yeah, so that's, that, that's, that's about as narrow as I can make it. There you go. Without going on for four hours. <laughs> All right, Cyrus, do you have any, uh, any additional ones you want to throw in there? Yeah, I'll go through these real fast. Um, okay. <clears throat> okay. Um, First off, the Kill Bill soundtrack uh, was really amazing. Um, really, uh, you know, I hate to throw another Tarantino in there, but he did another, like, uh, his two best movies to me are probably Pulp Fiction and Kill Bill. And Kill Bill is one movie. It's not two. It was split later. It was one movie. Um, <laughs> but uh, just really good music, uh, you know. Dun, dun, dun. You remember that? Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, thanks. You've been really helpful today. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> glad you're speaking up. Um, so my next movie is uh, another one that she's not going to like, which is the Ninja Turtles. I like Ninja uh, Turtles. From the 90s. And no, I like that, that Ninja Turtles. Oh, good. You proved me wrong. Um, so Ninja Turtles is... Uh, <laughs> It had some music in it that I really liked. And the third one that I just wanted to mention was Stand By Me. I oh, that that's really a good, good one. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. Good deal. Real good one. We'll look that you, up right do now. You have, uh, do you have uh, uh, any other uh, soundtracks you want to throw out there? Um, I did have one soundtrack that I liked. I mean, I have a few other ones. I, I always had the the, back, the Mortal Kombat ones, but they weren't very good. I think it was a, a phase. When you go back and look at them, they were kind of, oh, what is it, crap? <laughs> but there's one of them that I remember, and it's not a movie soundtrack, but it's a television show from the 80s, very popular. I don't know can somebody guess who it is. And I actually broke and wore the tape out. I actually, that's the only cassette I've ever broken in my life. Uh, it's Miami Vice. Oh my god! And that's hilarious. My, my, my favorite song. I'm literally my favorite song. I even told people you could play this at my funeral. Is in the air tonight, and I, I think I really want it. Yes, and I I think I playing those right to the air tonight. You belong to the city on the night. All that. I think I, I literally broke the tape, wore it out. I was like, well, and that's good stuff. It's funny because my wife and I uh, actually it was last Friday. Um, 
uh, we were flipping around and I was just trying to find something to put on TV before we like got, went to bed or whatever. And on the, uh, we refer to it as the old person's network, uh, the me TV or whatever. They had Miami Vice on there and she's like, Oh, just stop on there real quick. So we can just, we can just kind of watch some of the fashion or whatever. And just, I'm sitting there watching yeah, it. It's like, <laughs> oh, it, it is bad. It's like literally like over a 20 minute period, there was maybe one point where there was a little bit of dialogue and the rest of it was like, they went through four or five songs and just the guys running around doing stuff. There's no voiceover stuff. There's no dialogue or whatever. And I'm just like, it's like watching a movie, like a, a, a music video, which I'm just like, you know, <laughs> nowadays it looks horrible, but you know, back then I'm sure that was hot snot. Well, so. It's all about style. That whole show is style. Oh, yeah, right. definitely. Oh, and they are stylish. So. Oh, show. Very cool. Very cool. <laughs> um, uh, Chris, anything else you want to throw on? Yeah, I have a couple. Um, so this movie came out in 1995, but it's set in 1970, and it's a coming-of-age uh, movie. It's called Now and Then. It's got Christina Ricci. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love that. Yes. Oh, it's a guilty pleasure. Yeah. So no, sister, it's not. It's a great movie. <laughs> that movie too. I know. I said it's a guilty pleasure. Yeah, but he, Ray <laughs> has a giant crush on Kristen Ritchie. Um, As yeah. you should. <laughs> so I, I oh. just love that me and my sister know the whole entire soundtrack. Um, oh, and then the other one I have is Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Great. Oh, that was a good soundtrack. Great soundtrack. Because of Brian Adams. <laughs> yeah, girl. So that came out when I was in the sixth grade, and I remember dancing with Regan Thompson up there. It was great. Ooh. Nice. And, also made me <laughs> um, and then the last one I have is Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Another good one. Yeah. Very cool. A really yeah, good one. That's it. Uh, Ray, what you got for us? So I have so many more, but uh, I'm going to cut it all down. <laughs> Okay. Characterize them by composer. Well, sort of. Yes. So, we, well, we've already hit on so many John Williams, right? Like he did Harry Potter, Indiana Jones, and a bunch of others. Uh, it's insane. That man is so talented. Damn, Indiana Jones. Yep, yeah, that's another good God one. Damn it! I can't do I shows like this. <laughs> so then, then I was I kept looking, and if you have it, well. The other great composer and, and guy that just makes amazing music, uh, Hans Zimmer. Oh, yes. Yep. He did Inception. Hans Zimmer did Lion King. Yeah. And then Inception was great. Uh, Interstellar was amazing. Oh, yeah. The music yep. in that movie the was music, great. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, it beautiful. Was, yeah. It was crazy. So, anyway, he, he, did, he, he did those Batman movies. What's that? He did those Batman movies, the Nolan Batman movies. Yep. Yeah. Yep. He did those two, Days of Thunder, uh, Sherlock Holmes. But the the one I'm gonna shout out, uh, it, it's got to be another Canadian, right? So Howard Shore uh, did Lord of the Rings. Oh yes, that's beautiful music. Oh, there's one specific track on the I think it's on the first soundtrack, the first one, Fellowship of the Ring. I don't remember. Yeah, but, but I love it. It's so good. Just, it. it it really set the tone in the, in the for the movie, and it made you feel part of that whole uh, universe. It was pretty cool. Very cool. Jesus Christ, Hans Zimmer really has done everything. I'm looking at his Wikipedia. Yeah. Damn, Daniel, he stays busy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hmm. That dude has yeah. done a lot. Continue. Well, the last two I wanted to throw out were um, 
uh, we've already mentioned Star Wars, but I specifically had to throw in uh, the soundtrack for uh, Star Wars, The Phantom Menace. Um, <laughs> of course, it has, <laughs> it, it has, you know, your, your, you know, the, the traditional Star Wars overture in there. But um, uh, especially if you listen to the last track on it, uh, it starts off with Augie's, um, I can't remember what that um, Augie's parade or whatever. And it's, it's the, it's the big celebration. The Gungans are doing their thing. And then it, it crescendos into the actual star Wars theme and we get it and it's very bold and it's really well recorded and then just drops. And then we get the, uh, duel of the fates. And I fucking love duel of the, duel fates. Of the fates is the shit. I oh my God. I, I mean, we've, happen. we've had conversations as to, you know, what it was, you know, if anything was really great out of, you know, the Phantom Menace and, and the music is definitely one of those things. The Phantom, uh, Duel of the Fates is just phenomenal. Uh, so I had to add that one on my list. And then the other one that I, I just threw on there was, um, uh, it, it, the movie itself is okay. It's just, it had so much good eighties music in there and it was, uh, Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> Um, yes, 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 yes. No doubt in trance. That is so yes. people. Yeah. good. Yeah, Wang Chung. I mean, like, it oh just was Robert Palmer. Club on there, too. It was so, like, number one, I liked the movie. It, it's just, it's a fun, stupid movie. But the music movie. was really well picked for it. And it just really spoke to, you know, it really spoke to the movie. So. Oh my God, I love that movie. Yeah, Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion. All right, let's go ahead and move on to our picks and pans for the week. Uh, what do you want to like to go first? I'll go. All right, Lainey, what you got? I have a pick, and my pick is my uh, new Death Star planetarium that I bought. Oh, nice. On a whim the other day because I said, God damn it, I think I deserve this. It's super cool. Um, it's really it's really small, actually. It sits on my bedside table, which is kind of nice. I got a little Death Star hanging out. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really neat. It's just, there's no, like, you don't have to plug it in or anything. You just turn it on. And it's cool because it, um, when you open it up, like, you take the top off of it. And when you open it up, it, it displays the Star Wars, like, galaxy, like the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. So last night I was trying to find, like, Hoth and Endor and Bespin and all the, all the hits. Um, that kept me up for a while. And then um, it has, like, a thing that you can put on top of it where it actually shows, like, our solar system and like what our night sky looks like. It was really cool. So I have that and I love it and I'm obsessed with it. So it's pretty That's awesome. Really cool. Where'd you get it from? I got it from Walmart. Oh, nice. For like $12. Oh, well, there you go. I know. Uh, I'm again, jump in here with my pick for the week. Um, I've been sick in bed for pretty much almost all week. So I've actually got caught up on uh, several TV shows. Uh, the 20th was, Okay, well, you know, our new president was sworn in, so whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. But it was actually a really big day for me because Voltron Legendary Defender Season 2 came out. Oh, my God. I am so in love with this series. Um, if you're a fan of the original, yes, there's there's definitely some, you know, kiddier moments in it because it is an animated show. So, you know, the you know the uh, the little ones can watch it and enjoy it or whatever. Um, but the storytelling is great. The animation is great. I love the... The, the storyline that they've come up with. I love how the team works with each other and how each lion has its own uh, ske- uh, special capabilities and how they keep discovering it and they get they bond more and more with the lions. If you are a fan of the original series, you really need to check out uh, 
uh, Voltron Legendary Defender season two. Like I, I already plowed through all 10 episodes and like, I'm like already. All right. So when's the next season? When, when's the next season? I really can't wait now because I, I adored it. It was great. It was phenomenal. So it, definitely check it out on Netflix. Cyrus, what's your pick or pain for the week? Huh, well, I don't know. I don't really have anything. Uh, I don't know. I guess uh, I guess my pick would be the, the fact that Picky Old Gamer's on here. Yeah. <laughs> so, welcome, uh, yeah, welcome to what we do, and glad to have you over here. Yes, I'm glad you joined us. Appreciate it. Sound like he's put down the tequila. He's sounding nicer now. <laughs> right? That's no, nice he he's like, Laney, you're I, making a good point. I'm like, oh, no. Wow. I haven't checked out that second season. That first season, I, I went through it, and I was like, oh, my God, this is great. They they che- they did something with Pidge, and I'm, you know, I, did, I was like, well, okay, that's a choice, but it's all right. Other than that, it was great. So I got to watch the second season at Voltron. Yeah, that second season dropped <clears> on Friday, and uh, I went ahead and plowed through it, so. Yeah. Do you have a picker pan you'd like to consider? Oh, that popped up. I actually was in there watching Netflix earlier. I'm like, oh, crap, I need to watch this. So you said that, Mitch. That's something I need to – so I could probably say the same thing because I need – I probably will watch, start watching that tomorrow, and I'll probably lose track of time. <laughs> Very cool. At least they're only half-hour episodes. Right. Chris, you have a picker pan for the week? Um, uh, I don't know. Well, I'm going to pick something really simple but very important sometimes. Naps. Oh, my God. I never nap. I hate nap because it makes me feel worse when I wake up. I'm one of those people that it just looks really disheveled after a nap, and I don't know what time of day it is or where I am. Me too. And I only have naps when I'm sick, and I had a massive headache today because the weather's been stupid here. It's like trying to wake up a grizzly bear. Pretty much. I'm not nice. But today... I had, I just, we got, we were running, doing some errands, Quinn at a hockey game. Uh, he picked up some Skylander Imaginator crystals that he's been looking for and got home and I went to bed and slept for an hour and a half and I woke up and I felt like magic. Naps are an amazing thing. Well, I mean, my Facebook and Instagram have been flooded with all this stupid political shit. Everybody's angry and I, it's. It's the little things, people. It's naps. It's naps and feeling great when you wake up. Yep, yep. I agree. I agree 100%. Ray, what's your pick or pain for the week? Uh, I'll start with a very uh, a sad pan, and that's uh, the passing of John oh, Hurt. John Hurt. Uh, yeah. John Hurt. Yeah, so we, we talked about it at the beginning of the show, so I won't ramble on, but you know, he is one of my favorite doctors uh, of all time. And uh, he, we were watching Hellboy just before the show started. Uh, he's he's been in so many great things. So uh, my pick, uh, I'm messing around with watercolor, uh, and I'm really that. enjoying it. It's it's fun, um, very different than oil painting. So it's uh, it's coming along, and yeah, I'm having fun with it. Very cool. Yeah, I saw the stuff that you posted. I'm just like, damn you! Is there anything you can't do? <laughs> Yes. He can't bowl. Bowl, oh, yes, I know. Bowl. You brought that up before. <laughs> can't bowl or shit. Can't bowl. Hey, Eugene. I know someone who couldn't teach you. Eugene's like a master ace bowler, right? Oh, pissed, man. I haven't bowled in forever. For yeah. someone who sucks at bowling, I'm pretty good. For someone who sucks at bowling. Yeah, like I suck at bowling, but I'm pretty good. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> 
that's what drives me insane is I know the proper technique. I was taught the proper technique, and I see people who just go up there and throw the ball down as hard and fast as they can and still knock over, you know, a bunch of pins. I'm just like, that's not the way you're supposed to do it. It's not how you do it, guys. Yeah. You're supposed to use the proper form. Exactly. That's not where you're not supposed to hold it like that. Watch your wrist. (laughs) Well, you can find us on uh, epicallygeeky.com. You can also find the site on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Wherever you listen to the show, whether it be on um, iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play, Please do us a favor. Give us a five-star review. Uh, and, you know, just leave in the section there where it says actually write a review. Don't bother, you know, writing anything there. No one reads that except for me. Instead, uh, what are some of your favorite soundtracks? Leave us that, you know, leave that information there. We'd rather much rather read that. Um, you can also find our individual Wacky Adventures online. Uh, where can we find you, Cyrus Martin? You can find me on YouTube, just look for Cyrus Martin or Video Game Virus. Uh, I'm also on VidMe, which maybe not too much longer, not really having a lot of success there, but still there. Uh, and then, of course, Twitter and Facebook. So just look for Cyrus Martin. Piggy Old Gamer, where can we find you online? Uh, you can find me on YouTube. I'm also on VidMe. I, I drag Cyrus on there, but I'm, I'm like <laughs> him. I may not be on there very much longer because... It's not working right. Twitter, Facebook, um, and that's about you know. Just search for me, Picky Old Gamer, and if you, I, I got a Gmail account, so people can hit me up for like any type of game reviews or anything like that. And of course, uh, game rambling you and Cyrus do on uh, Sundays, right? Yes, uh, you get to see two old stupid farts talk about video games. And we'll, this Wait this week, it, you guys. this week, I'm sure we'll talk about you guys too. So. Oh. We, give, we give them the honesty so they don't turn in and go tune in and go. What the fuck? I'll be like, so Pico Gamer, who did you hate the most last night? Which one of those horrible assholes? Is that <laughs> Cyrus guy? Cyrus <laughs> kept stealing no, all my damn. Canadians aren't really nice. Yeah, the Canadians are crazy nice. They're yeah. jerks. <laughs> you guys suck. Everyone, <laughs> loves, everyone loves Canada. That's not fair. True fact. <laughs> Lady, where can we find you online? You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram. I've been kind of staying a little low-key on both lately. But you can find me on there at It's a Laney Bird. Um, you can also find me um, also a part of the Epically Geeky Podcast Network at Epic Rhythm and Brews. We should have a new episode coming out very, very soon. So check us out. Very cool. Please, Chris, please, can- uh, once again, I'm sorry I need to jump in. Please remember uh-huh. to to uh, thank Parker for his service to our country. I will, absolutely. I will absolutely do that. <laughs> Chris, where can we find you online? Uh, uh, on Instagram at Lake Life Mama. Ray, where can we find you online? Uh, Instagram on uh, Lake Life Artist. Oh, real quick, and I meant to ask. Uh, so I know, I, I understand you're kind of changing gears, Chris, with the yes. Lake Life. Yeah. Yes, I am. So instead of doing the baking, which kind of breaks my heart, you're going to be doing... No, no, no. She's still going to bake. She's going to send it directly to me. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> She's baking, but now it's free. No. Oh, <laughs> even better. <laughs> yeah, no, I changed it. There's too many uh, health, regu- which they need to be in place. Um, but for what I want to do, I just can't, I can't do the baking. Oh, I never thought so about I, that. Years, and now I'm knitting, which is what I'm doing now, and I just finished a cow while we were talking today. <laughs> nice. Awesome. <laughs> so are you going to be doing, like, geeky-type knitting stuff like I've seen people well, do? Someday, I'm hoping. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
Uh, maybe if I get better at it. Is that a hint? Are you being not so subtle? I want a Batman hat. Not you, Eugene. I oh, want him a too. Batman hat. A Batman I want hat an entire, would be epic. I want an entire. You mean a, you mean a cow? <laughs> Batman hat. I'm like, you mean like a cow or like? <laughs> I can knit you a cow in three hours. There you I'm go. Just Batman's like, where's my hat? That's not <laughs> yeah. a hat. I'm Batman. I'm having flashbacks to that time uh, Lewis was talking about his uh, daddy's his dad's army hat. We're like helmet. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> oh, oh! Before we go, and yeah. I, uh, you know, we'll, I'll talk about it after the show. That's the really important stuff. Uh, and as for me, you can find my wacky adventures online at Optimus Gene on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For everyone on the site, have a good night. This has been a presentation of the Epically Geeky Network.